stuff the show. What's up, everybody? It's the 84 Show live here, episode 200. Uh, we are broadcasting live on this very fine Wednesday, the Wednesday before Halloween, that is. Yes, it is. As always, the Adam to the left of me. Uh, Hello. We did not, uh, we were at the game last week. Um, that's why we weren't on the air. <laughs> game five of the ALCS. And um, wow, that was uneventful. I feel like you and I are due for a good sporting event because the last two, the last two we went to before that was the Rebs game. Or did we go to a football game after that? Oh, we went to the, the Jacksonville Patriots game for the okay, basketball. That, that was after that. Yes. Okay. I think the well, order, we, we, the sports <laughs> events that we have attended together have been the following. I believe we, the first one we went to was uh, Pat's game in New Orleans. I think we did yeah. that. And then that summer, we went to uh, the Rebs game. Horrible. And then, um, yeah, that was terrible. And then we went to Jacksonville for the hottest game in NFL history in 30 years. Yep. And Pat's lost. And then we, but we did, we, we upgraded a little bit. We went to that Celtics guy. Uh, I don't know if they won that game. Did they? Honestly, I don't, I don't remember. I was so captivated in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had floor seats at the guy. Yeah. I mean, we're basically row, what, two oh, off the floor. Great. Sitting fucking behind the awesome. owner. Uh, yeah. and then we got to the, went to the press conference conference afterwards. I still have my pet my pass. So yeah, I can have it hung on my door. It's pretty cool. Um, it's awesome. I can't remember if they won or not. They might have lost. If they did, I... the next week <laughs> streak of losing. Although they did win, if you really want to go back in time, that game that we we skipped skipped school and went to the baseball game with Danger Pilots. Sure. I think the Sox did win that game, but. They did. They didn't win the Saints game too. But we're talking about like a smaller, like yeah. you hanging out, or you mean like a smaller group where it's yeah. like the Revs game horrible. This game yeah. is fucking horrible. ALD, uh, ALCS, they were so good the first three games, really. Because even the first game they hung in there, there was only one one run, right? It, um yeah. It, it shows how fragile the ecosystem is in, in playoff baseball. It's like the the one turn the, the turnaround from this whole thing was that horrible call. Yeah. by the umpire for not a strike three call. Right. And yeah. that was when everything turned. Right. No it's like trying to bang like a really gorgeous girl and you have her. She's right there. She's in your bed. Right. You're right there. And yeah. then like a roommate or a neighbor starts knocking on your door and screws oh, yeah. up the whole ecosystem. And it uh, doesn't happen. Yeah. It's, exactly it's, you, know, like, something, you know, something super small happens and then they leave or something like that. Like, you know, right. like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Baseball baseball. The same way. <laughs> and it's, it's so funny too, because it's like, the way the, the Red Sox are rolling going into last week, you would think, all right, they, I think they got this. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if they didn't win game, you know, four that I went to that night, Tuesday, you know, they were sure enough going to win game three. Corey's never lost a game after he lost a game in the playoffs. So, like, I mean, statistically, it was going in your favor. But I guess all streaks are meant to end. So, yes, they lost. And, um, now I'm uh, Team Braves, I'm going to the I Braves. So I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck wants to see the Astros? I mean, the Astros have been in the American League Championship. I didn't realize it was five years in a row. Is that fucking crazy? They're like, what the, and it's funny because the Yankees went five years in a row to the American League Championships. But you think That's of the true. Yankees as this like powerhouse, right? Like, oh, and then out of those five years, the Yankees won. Well, they went 96, 99, 98, and 2000. So they won four times in that five years, right? Um, but Houston's only won once in this five years. Well, we don't know what the outcome of this year is, though, but um, it seems like they're remember the Texas Rangers made it to the World Series like two years in a row and the American League Championship three years in a row back in like 2012, 13, and 14. Yeah. And um, 
they 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 ain't the uh the Astros kind of have the same feel. It's like uh, they don't they don't seem like they they're a good team, but they don't seem like they're like the dominant team, like the the, the powerhouse like the Yankees were back in the day. You know? Oh no, oh. it's different now. It's totally different now. For sure, it must be just the idea of baseball because even. Even the Dodgers don't really feel like it. Every team feels beatable. Back in the late '90s, the Yankees did not feel beatable, right? Didn't you no, think? Didn't. didn't you think anytime you played the Yankees, you're going to lose? Like no matter. Yeah, because what. everybody knew the minute you got to the eighth or ninth inning, Mariano Rivera mm-hmm. was fucking automatic. Like, it, it, <laughs> and when he did blow a save, it was like, oh my god. Yeah, you know? and like 2004, basically, right? Blew a couple yeah. of saves against the Red Sox. Yeah, but like know, cut fastball, break so many bats. Amazing. Yeah, it was. It's kind of like you. But like, I remember growing up watching the Yankees, saying, "When well, you play in the Yankees, you're not going to win." But I never felt that way of the Braves in the '90s either. But I, they, because I always felt like they were like the Buffalo Bills. They got there so many times and they just couldn't close the deal. Right? Yeah. That's, that's how I kind of feel. The, the, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's where the Astros too. Oh, by the way, the uh, the the roof is open today at Minute Maid Park. I think. Uh, they're trying their luck with the roof open. Why not? They played the entire playoffs, I believe, with the roof closed. So tonight the roof is open. Um, maybe there's a breeze going through. Maybe there's, there's going to be some reason. I mean, they, these teams are allowed to open and close the roofs at, at their own leisure. So um, yeah. it is cooler down there in Texas in October. So maybe, you know, I know they keep people closed during the summer because of the air condition to keep it cool in there, which is, you know, fine. But uh, roof open tonight. I feel like this is more of a advantage for the Braves, to be honest with you, because they're used to playing in an open stadium all year round, whereas the Astros are 90% of the time in a closed environment. Well, you see, Artie, with the roof mm. open, the Astros can have people on the rooftop flashing things down with laser Maybe. light pens. To mm. sit. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you heard any more about the whistling? I have not. Um, it was supposedly, I haven't, I haven't looked I, for it though. I caught the beginning of uh, one of the Boston sports shows on the way to work one morning, and they were like, Up next, we're going to be talking about talking about someone who has some evidence on the whistling. And every time the you know the Astros got a big hit, there was a, a couple whistles beforehand. Now, whistling is something that is heard very often at a baseball stadium, which is yeah. like you know, for the fans, although if they are using whistling to disguise you know calling pitches that's pretty impressive because it's something that blends in it's a little it's less obvious than the, the garbage barrel upside down in the dugout i guess but you got to admit it does sound like a bit of a stretch of paranoia yeah Who's to say like it, it could have been some fan like you know how some fans will try to distract the batters like when they're catching a the ball like whoa mm. who's to say when they're in a bat it was some going trying to distract the pitch, you know? uh, yeah I, I mean i don't i don't see enough solid evidence to uh persuade me in that the whistling was anything of the nature although if someone that when the barrel for thing first came out i was kind of like that ah, can't happen right i mean it's true like, like you and i talked about if the red Sox was tipping their pitching then that's their own fault for not realizing yeah. they're tipping their pitches it's true i mean i don't people like these diehard baseball people get all pissy and moaning about stealing signs i think it's part of the fucking game well, it is part of the game because the big thing about baseball is this. Like, even if you know what's coming or have an idea of what's coming, remember, you, you don't know where it's going to be located. Oh, yeah. and you still have to hit the fucking ball. Hit the ball. <laughs> yeah, you can be told 100% of the time they're throwing a straight ball in the strike zone. 100% of the time. But the speed, you don't know what the speed is. Okay, that's fine. 
could miss. You still gonna hit yeah. a. You still gonna hit. You know, it's 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 hard to hit a eighty mile per hour fastball. It's even harder to hit a hundred mile per hour fastball. It's yeah. it. Most people struggle hitting a sixty mile per hour ball. I mean, you go to the batting cages. Most of us are tuned in on sixty, maybe seventy, and yeah. that's a struggle to make contact with the ball. And you know where the ball is going each and every time. These people, I mean, they have no idea. I mean, but if they are tipping the pitches and someone is relaying some kind of message, I really don't think it's cheating. I think it's kind of pissing them off. I I even think I'll even go and say the barrel thing wasn't really Mm -hmm. cheating. I think that was just signals, right? Now, Atuve being supposedly wired up with a buzzer on his. Uh, I I could I can't 100 call that cheating. I would say that leads on. Okay, maybe you shouldn't do that, but I don't 100 say that it was 100 cheating. I think it's using technology to advantage, perhaps maybe. And faking an injury for a pitcher when you're not really injured—that's just a bush league bullshit. It is. It's, they do that in football all the time to stop the clock. That's a it's a common thing. In the last two minutes of football, you know, you stop the clock. And, in, and, you know, football, they got wise. You got to pull the guy out for the play. But you can have you can have some scrub out there just pretending to have an injury to stop the clock. You know, um, basketball, it does that. And that's, you know, it's kind of bullshit, too, because when you think about it, go back to, you know, that game where they, you know, they delayed it for 20 minutes because the guy had a warm up. Now you go back to last night. The pitcher for the Braves takes a line drive, 110 mile per hour ball off his fucking leg, stays in there for three outs. He doesn't. He d- doesn't get out of the game. He pitches the rest of the inning yeah. on a broken leg. Yeah. So, I mean, if anyone should be faking an injury or or, should, or have an injury, it should be that. Yeah. Guy. I mean, exactly. But, but yeah. So, I don't That's know. Crazy. It's. I feel like the Astros are kind of like the Patriots of baseball in the sense that they seem to come up with ways to try to manipulate stretch the rules without breaking the rules type of thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and then everybody gets paranoid. Like, I remember Peyton yeah. Manning saying how he didn't trust the, the visiting locker room at Jot Stadium. He always thought there was a microphone somewhere. Yeah. And, like, everyone was always fucking paranoid. Or, yeah. like, you remember that time where uh, it was, like, opening night the year after the Pats? It was, like, I think it was uh, the 2000, had to be 15 season, Thursday night football, Patriots, uh, Pittsburgh. All of a sudden, halfway through the game, Pittsburgh's radios go out at Gillette, and they can't yeah, communicate. It, it, no, and, no, 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 hold on. They didn't go out. They tuned oh, into the broadcast 98 on the radio. <laughs> and and Tomlinson was so pissed off. He was like, I'm getting the Patriots radio network in my headphones. You're hearing yeah. Zillac screaming on the radio. We got the Patriots radio broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's if that was uh if that was done intentionally, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean I, there's also room like if you go back into the days of sports, it was it, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Red Auerbach used to um, turn up the heat in the, the their visitors' uh, locker rooms at the garden, and then take the thermostat off the wall, so yeah. like they couldn't adjust it. So the the locker rooms are always like 110 degrees inside there and stuff. I mean, I mean that's that's it's the sport. The idea of sports. It's like you're you. I mean, and I don't even think doctoring doctoring the ball is cheating. To be honest with you, I mean. I don't think any of that. I don't think putting shit on the ball to make it move a little bit, screwing up the ball a little bit. No. Uh, and, if, yeah. and if it was such a problem, right, why did they get rid of a ball every single time there's a foul? Like, wait, why do they get rid of a foul ball? But if it's a ball in play, they keep the ball in play. Like, what, so what's the difference between the two balls, right? 
Because you can yeah. do as much damage to a ball hitting it at 100 miles per hour into the outfield than you can, True. you know, foul tipping it, you know, into the backstop, right? So if you should, wouldn't you want to stay consistent? And ooh, nice. Uh, Braves just laid down a bunt. It rolled down the third baseline, and then it was going to go out, and then it hit a bump and went back in. Nice. Base it. Two all base um, it. Or bonk bump. Yeah. So I don't know. It's. <laughs> Fucking baseball is an interesting sport. I, I do have something not sports related that I wanted to mention to you. I, I almost texted it to you yesterday because I knew you'd get a kick out of this, but I'm like, I'll save this for the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like, I could hear you just, just kind of laughing and agreeing with me on this. All right. So I saw this headline and it was Biden's early presidency getaways so far outpace Trump's. Okay. Now here's, here's the thing. You know what media source reported this? What? CNN. Really? I I was shocked. I was like, is it that bad? Are they terrible? That, is, is your presidency so bad that even CNN is, is ripping a Democrat? <laughs> well, it's funny because it's funny you said that because there was a I was watching the Colbert report, not purposely. They were showing clips of it on like some kind of unrated show. I and they were making fun of Biden, which is kind of like, and even Saturday Night Live made some dig. I mean, they're like softball digs. They're nothing what they used to do to Trump, but like they're, they're joking on him now. So yeah. are they, so are the people who are really in charge starting to say, like, all right, now we're going to figure out how to get this guy out of here. Like, you know, you gonna... see what it is. I don't think it has anything to do with left or right anymore. I'm starting okay. to think that what it has to do with is, the, the media saw the impact and the, the arousal that happened when Trump was in office. And yeah. they're like, OK, let's try to do it with the other side now. It has yeah. nothing to do with being left wing or right wing anymore. It's about getting viewers. It's about ratings. Yeah, it makes sense because they yeah. CNN love talking about how bad Trump was. And Fox love talking about how great he is. Now, Fox loves talking about how bad Biden is. But CNN is running out of fuel of how good Biden is. So. They can't spin it. So the only way to spin it is reverse to start competing on how much shit talking you are. Yeah. It makes a hundred percent, especially because their ratings are down. Right. So yeah. when you think about it, like, all right, how do you save ratings? Let's go play. Let's you know, talk let's shit. Go, yeah. Let's yeah. do what they're doing. Let's do what Fox is doing. Okay. Yeah. But it just shocked me that it was CNN of all media outlets. I mean, because remember what CNN used to yeah. news network, you know, yeah. so to see Basically, that, yeah. I, I just started laughing. I'm like, oh, already we'll get a kick out of this. Huh. I mean, I don't trust any any news. Yeah. I mean, you can listen to one and listen to the other about, and on the same story and get a completely different perspective. And of I mean, it's, it's technically not even news, right? It's it's an no, opinion. It's, it's your opinion pieces. It's it's TMZ without the uh, flamboyant guy and the black guy, you know, talking back and forth about stuff. Right. It's like true. I mean, I don't know. Do you think we'll start seeing like, you know, how TMZ has those quick cuts to the people behind the cubicles? You know how they do that? On oh, yeah, TMZ? yeah. When they're all in the do same. Office. Yeah, yeah. Now, hot take. Do you think actual news outlets will start doing that at some point? I mean, they kind of do, don't they? <laughs> like, when, don't they do that? Well, like when you watch like the morning news, like uh, like when they toss it to someone else, like, I mean, they kind of do it with like the weathermen and the traffic people. Like, they toss little. it over to get there. And then like there might be someone in the back. I know like Channel 7 does it. There's always someone back like near the computers and they'll toss them over there and they'll say something and they'll have like a true uh, but mainly I mean, the person that's still talking to is sitting at a desk like yeah. when it comes to a time where someone's hanging over a cubicle telling you talking about the news like this well it, it's i don't know if many people our age or younger watch the news i mean i watch it every morning but mostly mine's for like make sure like you know 
you know, my Revere didn't catch fire or something, or like, or there's not a huge traffic jam on the Tobin. So it's mostly yeah. like quick weather, quick traffic update. And if there's anything major that happened in the, like in the locally or in the world, like at least you get a little update, like, oh shit. And then I'll listen to more. But like, that's about the extent of my news. I remember when I was a kid and you probably remember the same, your parents used to watch the news at night. It's five o'clock news would be on when you got home from school and they'd watch it. And then you guys are eating yeah, dinner. You'd see it until like, you know, seven o'clock until the shows came on for the night. But like people don't do that anymore. I'll yeah. go downstairs. I'll, I'll catch uh, Sue watching the news every once in a while. I'm like, what are you fucking nerd? I'm like, what are you watching yeah. the news for? <laughs> you know what they should do at the at midnight? The news should go kind of pornographic. They should have a midnight news where they're naked and but like still reporting the news. Naked news. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, some, doesn't some country do naked news? Is that a thing? Yes, yes they do. It's I, a I website, right? It it's called that. naked news. I think it's called nakednews.com. It's like a it's, it's actually around here. It's like and I only know that because that show below deck I walk on watch, they actually chatted out a boat for naked news. It's like for Mr. Skin, I believe. I'm on it right now. Yes, nakednews.com. Um Wow, pop-ups galore. I just get news yeah, off just, the top. Some hot, girl that, <laughs> some hot girl that just broadcasts the news like naked. Yeah. That's all yeah. it is. Get it naked news off the top. I it's like an interesting it. concept. I mean, it don't really get your attention. I don't know how much you'd be listening, but you'd really be, you know. Yeah, you're not taking anything in probably, but it's no, a great idea. And I mean, that's why, come on, they've been doing this for years. That's why they have smoking hot broads on the news for like Uranus, right? Even the, now, remember back in the day, it was all like you had like the the chiseled old man and then you had the middle-aged woman and they would tell you the news and then you would have like the old weather guy like remember just yes. think back at channel five right now you have all smoking hot chicks doing the news doing the weather doing traffic and you have like and it's usually some fruity guy that's doing the uh you know if there's a dude on there or something you know what i mean there is that guy on fox that does look like you though it's like the adam mal look like he does the uh I forget the hell his name is, but every time we see him, it's like, I look at Adam. Then there was the female Adam Mallet that's now on channel. Um, I think she's on channel four. Sorry, now. I'm watching Naked News. <laughs> we bring the news to you naked. Naked. Best way to watch the news. Why not? Imagine you watching Naked News naked. I bet there's people that do that. I bet a lot of people do that. Yeah. I think people just get their news on the phone now, but like even that's like kind of. Um, that's true like tinted a little bit because you have like an app and everyone has their preference of what news like my we were growing up we were a channel five house my parents always watched channel five and yeah. like i watched i, I watched fox in the morning just because of the, the weather girls but like you know other than that you know your girl's on there that's my woman that's stay right. away from her <laughs> <laughs> stay away from my sherry sherry spears doing the weather sherry spear maybe she'd do naked news that'd be interesting huh imagine that I mean, yeah. That would just take away the uh, whole imagination of it. Exactly. All. I like a little bit of a little tease here, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's I like, know. you know, you look to, I always find it impressive that they wear something different every day. You've never seen the same wardrobe on them. That's pretty Yeah. Cool. Sometimes I wake up and I'll turn on the news and I'd be like, Sherry, I don't like your, your dress today. Yeah. Sometimes they're sometimes fucking weird. Sometimes they put some yeah. weird shit on there. Sometimes they're great, though. You know? Yeah, sometimes they are. Sometimes very uh, revealing, if you will. You know? Oh my God. I just found her dress as Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh, oh, Sherry. Mm. If you have know, people are watching Juan from literally the Boston area, uh, it's just a lot of hot girls to go in the local weather. But I'm sure you have it in your the house name. I'm sure like even like Iowa, like some fucking small town in Iowa has some like the local hottie as like the news girl. You know what I mean? Oh, of course they all do. Definitely. I mean, because like you think about it, remember the day like where meteorologists actually had to be meteorologists. Now they're just like. 
hot chicks that read the, you have like one meteorologist on staff right and he does all the, the hard work and then the girls just spew all the information accordingly so they don't technically have to be like meteorologists anymore there are some places i would love to be meteorologists like arizona it's mm. a to like san diego san yeah. diego it's gonna be 72 degrees today every day every day it rains seven days out of year it will let you know those days it rains yeah so i guess the roof all right the end of the end here i guess the uh braves had first and second they got out of the end and so nice go houston's up but um got the whole the con oh yeah so you talk about the news thing i think um yeah it's all about ratings if they don't really give a fuck one way or another yeah, it's over they used to give a shit about it but now it's, and it's like and like to go even deeper with like who's in charge of everything it's not even like i don't even think it's parties at this point i think it's particular people i think it's organizations don't you think they have yes. more influence over everything like the am like it's just kind of coincidental that like the pandemic happened right and what did it what did it kill local mom and pop stores and restaurants right but what did it what it what excelled walmart's targets Stuff like that, right? Home exactly. Depot's, all these yeah. giant box stores were able to excel in profit margin. And like Bob's Ace Hardware down the street got shut down because they weren't able to open because they didn't have the ability to do mail order shit. I mean, oh, the funny stat, you probably find this interesting. Smoking use went up for the first time in 25 years last year. I believe it, but yeah. Yeah, how, by how much? Yeah. Um, so they, they, they ranked it in amount of cigarette individual cigarettes sold so uh i think the numbers were like 210 billion cigarettes were sold in 2000 and 2019 and like 2 billion 70 or 2 or 270 billion cigarettes were sold in 2020 mm. and you figure there's 20 to a pack times how many packs that is it's it was the first time in 25 years since they've gotten real hardcore on the cigarette companies with their advertising and stuff that the cigarette companies actually made more money than they lose lose lost money than from the year before. Oh shit! And everyone yeah. wins in that because you figure what how highly taxed cigarettes are. Everyone wins in that, not the smoker. I mean, the smoker. <laughs> they die. I get, but they get a little high, I guess. But like that's true. Like the government wins because they're highly taxed. So there's more tax money coming in there. The cigarette company wins because they're obviously making a profit on there. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, I mean, you remember as a kid when we used to have the cigarette commercials like joe camel and the marlboro man they were on tv and stuff and like you go to like fenway park and they had the big marlboro like billboard and like right field and stuff and i think it was yeah. like probably like early 90s where they got rid of like i remember they got rid of hot alcohol advertisements before yeah, 10 yeah. o'clock at night and yes. cigarettes all together on tv or something like that it know? was really big in nascar to advertise mm. Um, mm. cigarettes and stuff I, my mom still has like a, a giant banner thing of like camel cigarettes like yeah. on like uh, jeff gordon's car it was like well crazy. even the hot alcohol they don't advertise anymore i remember like um there was a couple of race car drivers like the jack daniels car right and they got rid of that so then they don't do hot alcohol anymore um mm. god i'm sorry thanks did they even still do bear companies they must still do bear they must that's yeah, yeah right yeah like, like dale erhan jr was like the budweiser car like that was a cool car to have and stuff but like yeah so alcohol companies and tobacco companies profits in 2020 which i mean i don't blame people who decide they're going to start smoking again because i mean you're sitting at home you're not doing anything right i mean yeah. lost spare time oh uh the cleveland indians are being sued by the way mm. did you hear about this they're not the Indians anymore, Adam. It's the end of the season. They are now called the uh, 
the what they call the guardians well that's the hold up <laughs> okay hold up already all right so the guardians the are being su- the cleveland indians are being sued because Yo. the cleveland guardians are already a roller derby team <laughs> I, this, I heard this actually when they did the original name change that there could have been a possible issue and so yes. they're going with the uh good for them because it's, gonna, it's not gonna matter but good for them for at least trying i said yeah well i do it out of principle because of the ridiculousness of changing a team that is over 100 years old just because and it's not even derogatory i could okay i don't i don't agree that the redskins should have changed their name but i can see the kind of derogatoriness of the name that could upset someone okay that's one i'll give you for that i'll give the washington one yeah i mean it's a real gray area right even like redskins is not like i mean that's like calling like you know indians uh, isn't yeah i mean indians no indians is just like yeah everyone we thought you were indians but we realized you weren't because this was in india but that's like the country cowboys Braves aren't changing their name no and i don't think they ever will i mean come on Although the Braves had changed the name 17 different times before they became the Braves when they were in Boston. They're the Red Stocking. It is the fucking, you know, all that stuff. But no, it's, um, oh, God, it's, yeah. So I, I, I heard that was possible they're going to happen, but it was weird because I was looking at the Red Sox schedule for next year, and uh, I, I seen, like, the fucking Guardians. Who the fuck are the Guardians? And I totally, I was like, oh, the Indians. I mean, yeah. Uh, oh. And like you have to change everything about the Indians because they had like the symbol of like the feather on the eye, right? And then they had like the I know they got rid of um Chief Wahoo, Wahoo <laughs> which I thought was the coolest symbol of. I remember playing Little League baseball and Chief Wahoo was like on everyone's hats and stuff like this. I but, got a question. Did like I could be wrong and not remembering this correctly, but like was there a period of time where like if an Indian player hit a home run, like he'd like do a dance around a teepee in center field? Yeah, no, they had a CP in center field with the drums. Boom, 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 boom. Because remember, remember the yeah. movie uh, Major League? Yes. And they had the guys there. That was true. That was really what happened. And, and yeah. I went to an Indians game up until I think I went in 2015. And they had the drum in the outfield. Like they had this guy. Boom, boom, boom. And the Braves have the drum, too. I actually the posted. Braves, and they have the, they have the tomahawk chop, too. Uh, uh, I don't care. That's, that's being nitpicky. That's yeah. stupid. Okay. Um, I mean, it's. I think those are teams that are like, that's America. That's baseball. It's history of baseball right there. Right? It's like, it's only like it was some team that was brought into like, it's only a matter of time to arborists that get really, really pissed off. There's so many teams named after birds, you know, and they start feeling <laughs> bad about the birds. You know what I mean? Like dude, the blue Jays, right? Even though that's a bitch of a bird, that's probably, it's probably the toughest baseball bird out there. You know what I mean? But still yeah, wimpy when you think about it. Right. I mean, I don't know. The Marlins, the Marlins is the Marlins. Well, do you remember what happened with the Rays? They had to change them to like the Rays of Sunshine instead of like the Devil Rays. Like they were supposed to be like evil stingrays. That was their symbol. Remember yeah, they, they were. Yeah. And because they had the word devil in there, religious groups got upset. So they changed it to the Rays. And it's basically like a sunset, like a sun ray. Did, Ooh, did, they're going to burn did me. That, did that kind of change have anything to do with when Steve Irwin died? I don't know. I'm just. No, I think there. it happened. It was. No, I think he died long before they did that. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it was, it was, I remember there was some like religious group or some Bible study group down in Florida that found the word devil in the team name. And which I thought was pretty odd for the fact that like, who the fuck, no one that watches the baseball down there. Like we remember watching the ALDS when they were in Tampa, there was so many seats open Mm. and like Fenway, you couldn't move. Like, I still don't think that team deserves to be in Tampa. I'm sorry. It's 
you have too many people who aren't from Florida who mm. still support the Yankees and the Red Sox. And you have like the snowbirds that still support the Blue Jays, you know, and they all spring train down there and they all see them and they don't follow the Tampa Bay Rays. And I think the young kids don't even follow them. And I think that team should move to either Montreal, like they were planning on moving up to up there, or to Nashville or Charlotte. I think those are, those are cities that could support a Major League Baseball team with no problem at all. I actually have a list here of horrible uh, team names. No confirmation if any of these names are legit, but we'll just go with it. Um, the Amarillo Sod Poodles, double A, San Diego. It just says what, what city they play in. Yeah. Um, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. The uh, That's a triple A team for the uh, Marlins now, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe there is some credibility. Uh, the Hard, uh, Hardford Yard Goats. Yep. That's uh, a good team. So uh, I'll go on that one. I went to a couple of games there. They, they basically Yagos was a nickname for people that worked in the train yard for the car, for the um, cargo trains. And okay. they built the stadium in the old cargo yard. So they got the name, the yard goats, but their symbols like this, like angry goat. Idaho falls, chuckles, chucker, uh, chakras. Yeah. That's a weird uh, one. Rocky mountain oysters. Yep. Uh, Oklahoma red Hawks. Hey, Rocky mountain oysters. Aren't those balls of a bull? I <laughs> Like when you say you're eating Rocky Mountain oysters, they're they're the the testicles of a bull. What's the logo? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sure it's out. like a bull, and like you can see the silhouette of the sack probably in the background. I don't see anything. I think that one might be bullshit. Nothing's coming up when I when I look at Google. You know, we did this segment before, right? Have we? <laughs> yeah, have we? You probably I think we did something what? with football, not necessarily just bait, not necessarily bait. I don't no, know because we did it because I ended up going to go to a um. Uh, I was down in uh, North Carolina and I went to, there was a funny name of a team and we talked about it. And then like three months later, I actually went to the game and I was yes. like, oh, I think we can have him talk about this. Yeah. Already, we've, been, uh, we, yeah. we've been doing this for over 10 years. It's going to be some parallels. Episodes. There's going to be some parallels. Yes. But the, I, I do agree. My, minor league baseball teams are the coolest names ever. Like they don't give a fuck. Yeah, the, the, the Jumbo Shrimp is... Imagine, like, being, like, an up-and-coming baseball player and have to say you played for the Jumbo Shrimp as you were making your way up to big leagues. <laughs> well, it does get people's attention, that's for sure. He spent three years in the Jumbo Shrimp before making it up to the Marlins. You know, it's like, okay. Well, the, before they the Jumbo Shrimp, they were in New Orleans. They were called the Sugar Babies. Oh, shit. Know, the Sugar Babies. Well, the... Um, no, the Baby Cakes. And basically, the Baby Cake is on during Mardi Gras. They put a little rubber baby in a cake. And if you get that slice with the little rubber baby in there, you're going to have good luck for the year. Who thought of that? Why would anybody think that? I, I forget the name of the cake they call it. It's, I wish Sue was here. She tell you, but baby cake. They baked the cake with the baby in it and they cut it out. I can't oh, think. This is a shower thing. Is it a shower thing? No, it's like a cake they eat. Oh, a king shower. cake. All right, Sue just heard me. It's called the king cake. Oh, okay. So if you get the baby in the cake, you throw the Mardi Gras party the next year. That is some fucked up like Halloween crooked shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess it's a little rubber, like, I don't know, like a, like a G.I. Joe you put in the cake. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And that's the name of the baseball team that was there for a little while before they went to became the Jumbo Shrimp of Jacksonville. <laughs> Well, I just I just googled a uh, rubber baby weird cake and I got some weird interesting stuff. Interesting shit. <laughs> I got some really interesting stuff. Oh, like the guy who was at uh so I told you about like the national grade people we had at the um let's see, hold on. 
This is taking forever to get. So I guess it might be a little late if she makes it. She's running a little late, but we'll, we'll just. Okay. Um, we had the national grid people staying at the bar last night at the hotel, and um, we one of the guys who was in charge was sitting at the bar, and you know, in the middle of nowhere. And my boss had come around to give him his food and came from behind. And he was looking at hardcore pornography on his phone. <laughs> it was some, some chick getting like grilled on like a countertop. And all of a sudden, Sean comes around. And he goes, bro, he's like, what's the deal with the guy over there? I go, what? He's like, he's looking at hardcore porn on his phone while he's eating dinner. Okay, I can one up that. I've seen people. I don't I don't get it. I've seen people on treadmills looking at porn. What does that do? Help fucked up are you that you need the fix of the porn i mean as you're thinking the only the only thing i can potentially think of is like i gotta get better shape because i'm gonna hit something like that i guess like a motivational thing like i I, I don't know but while we're thinking about uh check this shit out this is a look at this baby oh you call me dial the rest i can kind of see it on Um, green screen a little bit no um it is actually a head uh, coming out of a vagina. Oh God! Why would someone <laughs> do that? That's fucked up. What's that for? I don't know. It's just one thing that came up when I googled it. Like, but what, yeah. occasion, what occasion would you present the cake like that? I have no idea. I mean, I've seen that in real life, and it's nothing to write home about. I have too. It's not. It's not. It looks like a blue Chucky doll coming out of it. Oh. And then, and then the fluid that comes out right afterwards is just. It's like so traumatic. You know, they say you see something traumatic that you like, you almost forget about the details. That's why, like, you don't remember being born because it was a, such a traumatic experience. And like mm-hmm. people like like people don't remember seeing that. Like I couldn't if you'd ask me to write, sit there and draw it and, you know, tell you the details of it. I just don't know because I just blacked it out. It's like a perfect yeah. car crash. You know what I mean? It's like, just yeah, but, can't uh, at all. Yeah. I don't know who watches porn, though, in, in, in that kind of setting, like at a bar or. I understand it. The only I understand watching it at home. That's where it should be. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It shouldn't be ever out in public. You should never be able to walk by someone's phone and clip a gun. I mean, you can't hold yourself back that much. I can see if someone sent you a picture, like a text message of something funny, and you're like, ah, you look at it real quick. You're like, all right. But like, if you're sitting there watching like a, a storyline take place, yeah, to me, that seems a little odd. A little odd to me. I don't know. Call me and old, I, but I, I've never, I don't think I could ever watch porn either to just watch porn. No, like for the storyline. No, you're watching it to get your own release. I don't yeah. think anybody just watches porn to watch porn. Let's yeah, just, I want to know from it. I want to know how it's It's like yeah. that Big Lebowski. It's like the, the cable guy comes over and the girl goes, "Well, you can guess what happens next." And Big Lebowski goes, "What? He fixes the cable." Yeah, <laughs> like if you're watching porn just to watch porn and not to relieve yourself, I think you're a serial killer because you're just like Problem. looking at organs and insides and stuff. That's what you want. Years ago, when I was on a, a spring break adventure, this is the kid Adam that we knew before you, the Adam before you that we had in that group. He, um, we, we stopped at the Cafe Risque on uh, Exit 70 and 95, I 95 in North Carolina. It was a porn, it was a, it was a 24 hour porn place that had dances and breakfast, basically. It was for truckers to stop to like watch some topless girls while they eat their scrambled eggs. I just Googled it. Yep. In Florida. Yeah. There's one in Florida too. Yeah. There was one in like Carolina. There was, and there was one in Florida and there was one in like Georgia. Oh, this looks great. (laughs) Me and and Mikey have been to the one in Florida a couple of times. When I I Googled it and it pulls up the one in Florida, the first thing it shows me is pictures of food. Yeah. The truck drivers like it. They eat there and stuff. It's really horrific, but they require you to spend $10 while you're in there. 
on anything, whether it's food or they don't sell alcohol. It's either food or drinks or in the gift shop. So we had gotten in there and we had a, we had to pay 40. To, we went in there just to check it out because we just were curious because we're like 20 years old. And we're like, what the hell is this? All? We drive by it all the time. I wonder what it was like. And then they were like, um, nice home run. Tied it up. One, one. Um, we were like, all right, let's check it out. The guy's like, you guys got to pay. You guys got to spend at least $20 in the gift shop. And we're looking at each other like, all right, fine. Whatever. We don't cause any trouble. So we yeah. go in there and they had like porn magazines from like the 1970s. Like they were like, like they were like printed on newspaper almost like. So my, the, the, my buddy Adam went in there and he bought like, he bought like $20 worth of porn magazines. And I remember just driving down the highway and I'm looking over to the left of me and he's sitting in the passenger seat of my old Jeep and he has a spread out. He's just looking at it. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I'm just seeing what we bought. And like, there's like a car driving by us, looking through the window, like seeing him looking at like hardcore pawn on him. Yeah. Horrific. Fuck the wrong people. So I'm reading some of the Yelp reviews. Oh, Cafe Risk. Yeah, yes. <laughs> right? Mikey, uh, we can get Mikey on the phone. He would tell you how horrific this place was. Nice place. Friendly people and food was good, but I got a hair in my fish taco. Bonus. Oh, gross. <laughs> so to give you a little summary how what looks like when you walk into this place, picture like a, uh, a greasy spoon diner, right? And then on the back wall, there's a stage, but there's like, there's like a, there's like jail bars. That's so you can't grab the girl. They dance behind the bars okay. and. You could sit right up there and eat your breakfast. I mean, you could be like within and they don't take off their pants. I think it's just topless. But um, you could go for a private room in the back for like, I think it's like 100 bucks. And they'll give you like a, a lap dance or something like that. And I mean, that's about as extent to it gets. But like I was in there and there was a nine month pregnant woman serving breakfast with her tits hanging out and her big baby belly just sitting there for the grabs. And I said to Joey, I think at the time I go, Joey, I go, do you find this? any you find this attractive at all do you he's like bro he's like where the fuck did you take me why are we in here <laughs> and this no. is like o'clock <laughs> in the morning too this is not even like it was like you know 10 o'clock at night this is six in the morning we just crossed the border we're ready to go i'm reading i'm reading a lot of what you're what you're saying i'm finding cooperating accounts like one star no 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 overbearing desperately seeking girls there's nothing good about this place forget to talk about the girl who tried to give me a lap dance i was nice no thanks she kept pushing and pushing yeah. and finally I had to run into the bathroom to keep her away from me it, it, I, I asked if they got busy at all the one in Gaines, it's, in, it's in gainesville florida if i if i remember correctly and um it's up there in um basically what gainesville is it's like northern florida kind of what university of florida is so I was talking to one of the people that were there and like, you guys get busy at all. Or you just get a lot of truckers up the highway. And they're like, no, we get a lot of college kids from university of Florida. Cause you, you only have to be 18 to get in there. So like the 18 and 19 year olds will go there for like a, you know, to see a naked girl, I guess. I don't know if that gets them off, but yes, if we're ever in Florida, we should, well, that was a little further South than we were in Jacksonville. I was going to say, if we ever drive by, it's, 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 it's one of those places where you should stop at at least once in your life. The one in um, North Carolina burnt down and they closed that one down and uh, they used to have these. So I remember as a kid I'm driving to Florida, they would have these big billboards with these really like 80s looking broads on there. And it said, we bear all cafe risque exit seven. And I like a, a honed up 10 year old. I was like, ooh, I'm like my entire life. I, I always wanted to go there. And then when I finally got into there, I was so disappointed. <laughs> Like the, like the squire club like you grow up your entire life with a strip club down the street from me and like you're like so excited you get there and you're like this is it like, oh 
one star. If you prefer your eggs fertilized, well, then you have a lot in common with the staff here at Cafe Risque. And if you enjoy stretch marks and C-section scars with your breakfast, this is the place for you. Yeah. I don't know what actual person ever shows up there legitimately looking for a breakfast. They gave you the menu on like a placemat like you used to do at Hilltop. And it has like, like it's sectioned off and stuff. And when I got there, we were there so early. They weren't even serving food yet. It was the break between breakfast and lunch. So they didn't start their lunch menu yet. I can only imagine what the cook looks like who's working at the Cafe Risque. But I'm sure it's well, well, and who's eating fish tacos at Cafe Risque. <laughs> It's so gross. I don't even know why you would take photos of this place. Like nice uh, inside, right? I there's no there's no pictures of the inside, by the way. They're all like outside shots on Yelp. Um I wonder if I have any pictures. I'll, uh, tomorrow remind me. I'll see if I, I've taken any when I was in there. I don't think I did oh, I wait, there's one. There's one really Sorry. strict at the uh photo photography in there. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, it's like they, they've only got to be attracting like because they don't serve alcohol, which sucks because like at least you go in there and have a bear. And yeah. like, you know, but me and Mikey are sitting there drinking Coca-Cola's. I'm like, that's what weird. We that's fucking weird, dude. I, but you could uh, I think you could smoke in them. So we we're like ripping butts, like drinking Cokes. Yeah. <laughs> Max Two's and Bill Ricca, I don't know if they're what they're like now or if they're still open, but I remember they didn't serve alcohol. They were 18 plus, yeah, no either. alcohol. But I will say the girls there when I used to go when I was younger were like they'd give you a lot, they were full frontal, like all over oh, you. They like, were they, they, because there are UMass Lowell girls yes. that were dancing it. Because we we went there once when I was at UMass Lowell, we went there during like lunch one day, and one of the girls dancing was in our English class. Yeah, I remember that. You told yeah, me. it's it's like oh okay, yeah. I mean, they didn't serve alcohol, but me and uh Joey's brother Anthony, who doesn't drink, we but it was a period of our life that we went to a lot of strip clubs and uh we Mac Two's was a regular spot for him and it was fine for him because he didn't drink anyways. I'm like oh, I guess I'll just have a Coke. I guess right. I don't know. Weird. Well, you go in the parking lot and you drink and make you spring a nipping or something. I don't know. There you go. No. But yeah, it's a definitely an it's definitely something you don't have. They're definitely going away. I don't think the next generation is ever going to experience places like that. You really you think you think strip clubs are gonna go away? Not like totally. You'll still have the high end ones, like the ones in Vegas, or like the you know, the ones that are very expensive to go into, but like the the, sh- the shitty ones, like the real, like, cheaper ones with, like, the C-section scars and bullet wounds, <sighs> I think those are all going to go away. I just think I just think the rent's going to be too much for these places to withstand. I don't think I don't think there'll ever be not a, a want to go to these places. I just don't think the people who own these places will keep them open because I don't think they'll be able to make money and because it'll just be too expensive to maintain. I think they'll always exist, but not along like the coast, like middle America will probably always Maybe middle go. America. Yeah, yeah. it's funny because I, I did drive by when I was in one of my road trips. I think it was in Arkansas. There was one like literally nothing around for like 50, 60 miles in each direction. And there was just a shack and they were advertising <laughs> for miles. So gross. Like, yeah. and, and that's kind of like how Cafe Risque in North Carolina was. So it would advertise for hours and then you'd see these billboards and like 300 miles, 200 miles. And like the truckers would be all honed up driving there. And you pull yeah. in there, it's all 18 wheels parked in there, right? They're all truck drivers, like, but like, yeah, like in the middle of Arkansas, there's like you drive for nowhere, and all of a sudden there's this like shack, and it's like a hundred people there. Where the fuck do these people come from? Like, where it they- makes me it makes me think of you ever see from Dust Till Dawn with George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what it makes me the titty twister. It, that's what it takes of like this desert, like giant place where like all this shit happens and the strippers and, and it's, yeah. yeah, and it's like like I'm like I don't even know where the girls work, like. 
the one in Florida, you would think there were maybe like college students from University of Florida, but these aren't college students. These girls are definitely, I don't even think they, they might have just grazed by middle school like at this point. Like they're like rough. I mean, I mean, hey, nothing against it. If that's what you like, then by all means, this is a perfect place for you. But the vampires already. Yeah. The vampires and knights. That's where they go. They're vampires. They don't, they're not real people. Vampires you think exist? No. That would be horrible, too. Oh, okay. All right. So this is, would you rather, I would rather be, if you had to pick between being a werewolf and a vampire, yeah. I'd rather be a werewolf because you don't have to deal with that once a month, month. And if you find somebody that really likes you, they can just chain you up for that one day to make sure you don't do anything stupid. Right. Yep. If you're a vampire, you're going to watch everybody you love live and die constantly because you live forever. It's going to be depressing you as fuck. You can go during the day, too, right? Because they exactly. That'd be horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that would be suck. Yeah, I think a werewolf would be a better idea. I think I'd yeah. go with that idea. I think I'd do that. Yeah. Speaking of werewolves and vampires, what about our friend Brian Laundry? Oh, God. Do we think that's him? Do you think that's him? No, he's dead. Yeah, no, and, uh, Tim, uh, what he was reading, I looked into that too. He, it, it wasn't that the DNA was inconclusive. The yeah. coroner report was inconclusive how he died. Uh, that's what it was. It makes more sense. So the yeah, DNA he, was there. What which do you means think? what fucking I, an animal obviously ripped him apart. Right? Yeah. That's what it tells me. If you when they say remains, the when you hear the word remains in return and turns to a body, it never means anything good. It's, uh, oh. Remains typically remain means this the stuff remaining. There's no yeah. body. Um, I'm on the f- they found fucking jaw bones and like fucking just. Are he you, probably got ripped apart by a gator, man. That's probably what killed himself, or you think he got? You think he was hiding out, maybe sleeping, and the gator got him while he was sleeping? I don't know. Either way, I, I hope he fucking suffered. <laughs> I hope he fucking yeah. got chomped and fucking. What do you think happened? Do you, oh, how about this? Do you think these people even really existed? And this may just be like a, a media, like fake. That'd be, a lot, uh, that'd be a lot of work. I know, but like, all we've all we've known in the story so far is his parents and her parents. Well, that would mean well, the parents are fake too. Yeah, and like the the cops are fake. The, I mean, listen, this is extreme stretch. I mean, we were stretching, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> there is a possibility. You know, what I mean, oh, I guess I guess to join us. The last 15, sweet. Oh. Romeo or Romero? What do you think? Uh, it, it will, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, Romeo. All right, we'll find out. I'm going to go Romeo. Hello, Mary. Mary. Hello. Oh. oh, she's connecting. Oh, <laughs> she had that look on her face like she was like, oh, my God, am I on? Or maybe she isn't. Oh, hey, you, have you, do you see us? Hello, Mary. Can you hear us? can't we can see you we can see you yeah we can see you oh connected audio i heard something there we go oh my god i I am so sorry that i am an hour late wow la traffic that's what i'm gonna blame it on that's what happened here that's the culprit um (laughs) i figure out how do you pronounce your last name romeo or romero Romeo, oh, like okay. Romeo and Juliet. Adam, yeah. Okay. Good for you, Adam. <laughs> Adam usually um, gets this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for for finding me and and having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm wearing my Boston sweatshirt yeah. too. Yeah, you were in PA, Boston. Right? When, when when were you in Boston? 
So I, um, I'm originally from PA, live in California, but I was just recently on a two month cross country comedy road trip. And I drove from California to Pennsylvania. And then I went up and did a bunch of cities. I did Baltimore, New York City. And then I was in Boston for a week, like the first week of October. Nice. I seen you at Nick's Comedy Stop. Yeah, that was so fun. That's like one of my favorite shows. Let me ask you a question. Is it still so when I did the show there, it was like the day before Halloween, like back in 2015. Um, it was in the basement of the uh, the Wilbur Theater. Is it still down there? They move it again because this place is is known for moving its location. No, <laughs> that's what I've heard. So I I think it was in like a nightclub situation. Okay. Like I I walked around. It was like by a hospital on this weird like side alley. Really, and then mm-hmm. I walked in, and it definitely looked. And as soon as the it was kind of in like a um like the stage was above and everyone was kind of like in like kind of a pit situation like you had to like walk down a few steps to like be in the in the audience and then as soon as the show ended they cleared everything out immediately and turned it into a nightclub like in 30 seconds (laughs) so nix has been around probably 30 40 years in boston but they they don't have a location they always move around to different locations so i call it like it's like a it's like an adopt, like a foster child of comedy in Boston. Like it just tries to find a home and it gets kicked <laughs> out and it goes to another place. But it seems like every place that ends up turns into a nightclub. Like, it was over. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the vibe, but it, it was fun. Yeah. Though, right? yeah. It sure. You so made question. Oh, go ahead, Abby. Yeah. No, I was going to say, what, what made you want to move out to California? Because I, I was reading that you... You know, you got into comedy and then like you went to California pretty shortly after getting into comedy, like only a couple of years. Is it just that you, you just felt there was more opportunity there? Did you have family out there or is just, just where you felt you had to be? So, yeah, I mean, I so I started doing comedy in Pennsylvania and like seven months in, I was like, fuck it. I want to be in California. I had gotten like a to like a tight five minute set and I was like, I guess that's all I need. And I'm and I'm I just I knew I was going to do the open mic scene for a good amount of time. But I figured that with the like a tight five minute set, I could go around to like every single open mic that I could find in Los Angeles with that tight five minute set. And then show that I was funny and try and just meet people that way. And um, I have an aunt who lives in California that I had, I had never met before. And so I reached out to her and she was just like, so supportive, like right off the bat. And she was like, you can live with me for three months until you like get your feet on the ground. I believe in you. Like, let's do this. Yeah. So yeah. And she's from Boston too. And um, yeah. So we just have like a big connection and she's just this like oddball, like, like soul sister that I never met before. And like, it's like a piece of me that's just living out here. And like, I just think about it all the time. Like, what if I had never reached out to her? There would be this part, this part of me that exists that I would have never met or realized. Um, So she has helped me a lot. And, um, and, and yeah. And then I just, I mean, I knew it would be early for me to go, but like, I don't know. I just was like, I have five minutes. I'm I'm gonna go and I'm just gonna start my own shit. That's what I did too. I, I like started an open mic at a hookah lounge in Sherman Oaks on Ventura Boulevard. It didn't last very long at all. 
but um yeah I mean just starting your own shit it's, it's like having like money currency like those are tokens like you if you run something and you book someone and they book you and it's just back and forth like that so that's kind of how i got into the scene do you like it out there being from pennsylvania compared to the two difference or do you just tolerate it because it's Mm. it's how to do it question that's a a tough place to live yeah Yeah. i don't i don't care california personally the few times i've been there but some people love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm more of like a New York. I'd rather we live in New York and do the comedy scene there than go to LA and do it out there. But some people are the opposite, you know? Yeah, no, totally. I, I don't know what brought me out to LA. Like, I think my original plan was that I always wanted to be a writer. And I, I, you know, I still want to write for TV. Obviously, I'm doing more comedy than writing. Um, but also like, I don't know. I just wanted a big change. I just wanted to like change my life. I wanted to like leave what I know and like try and figure it out on the West coast. And as soon as I got there, especially since my aunt, like let me stay with her. Like I've truly never felt more at home, like anywhere in my life. Like, I don't know why just, there was just like sense of belonging that I felt here. Mm. That was like, I just had never felt that anywhere. And I mean, certainly it's gotten really hard with the pandemic and stuff. Things are still just like really like annoying. We have to wear masks all the time. And like that's part is a bummer and the traffic sucks and like all the, all that shit. But it's honestly just so worth it. Like the fact that you're able to go to the improv, like last night, Sam Marill, Tim Dillon and David Spade and someone else I don't know. They were all at the improv last night. And like, I know that you can get that in, in New York too, but I like having my car and I like being next to the beach and you can't get that in New York. Oh, that, that's true. And it's weather. Can't beat the weather. Um, where in PA did you grow up? Uh, so it's called York, Pennsylvania. It's by like Harrisburg area. I know that very well. Uh, it's honestly, yeah, it's, it's a little, it's, it's kind of small, but yeah. um. It was, a, it was a great place to grow up. I loved it. It was like, it's just so central to everything yeah. like Baltimore and Philly and is right there. So yeah, it's a nice, spot. yeah, yeah in the central. I, uh, yeah, I've been to Hershey Park, been to Harrisburg a couple of times. Um, it's a nice area. It's nice and peaceful, nice and country ish. The be- beautiful rolling hills of, uh, middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Very different in California. Completely. I was like freaking out though when I was in Boston and like just seeing all the changing leaves. I was like soaking that shit up so hard. And like you, I I took the clouds for granted. Like there's no clouds here. I love just walking outside and seeing some different formations and shit. And you just don't get that. (laughs) That's good until uh, I was listening to some of the radio and they said people up here in February and January fucking suck. Um, but uh, and then I get to a certain age. I think it's like around like 60 where people just say, fuck it. It's not worth seeing the foliage anymore. I just want to move to Florida. Yeah, it's it's it's. Yeah, I mean, like the January, it's not perfect here. Like I I'm actually like so tired of these whole stereotypes that are like oh my god the weather the weather in LA it's just beautiful like all year round like no actually it rained here two days ago like all day 
Oh, no, like, no, not and that. And when it rains here, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right? Dude, people don't know how to handle it. They're like, well, I can't leave the house now. It's raining. What am I supposed to do? You want me to get in a car and drive? Like, no way. And I, I, uh, the city... No, no, no. Uh, this the city just they they can't put up with rain. They don't even have fucking sewage like drains. That's it's oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> insane. Like I have friends who live out there, and I used to visit them once a year. And I remember it was like forty five degrees, fifty degrees. And I see people in fucking mint coats, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah, <laughs> that's not a thing. Oh my god, so dramatic. I know it's crazy. But that's another thing is like when I was when I was first moving out to LA, I had no fucking idea. I'd never been there before. I didn't have friends who'd been there before. And it was just like so new to me. And I was just like, yeah, it's just like the Florida Keys. Like, I don't need a jacket. What am I gonna bring a jacket to California for for? And then like as soon as the sun goes down, it's fucking freezing. Yeah. <laughs> and like I just feel like that's just shit that no one realizes. Have you uh, experienced any earthquakes? since you've been out there at all oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah uh, i've been here for uh three years now and yeah. i've experienced a couple um i should just get the fucking you know i think they're fun i think they're yeah. <laughs> um the the most recent one uh i live with two other roommates and like we all woke up in the middle of the night at the same time it happened at like 4 45 a.m and just completely shook the bed and the, yeah. the apartment um nothing's ever like fallen on my head or anything that's good i just don't have any oh wait i do have this above me yeah that could hurt me. yeah that could be a problem there's a corner <laughs> my biggest fear is earthquakes and tidal waves like those are the two things that scare the fuck out of me i could do tornadoes i could do hurricanes i could do snowstorms yeah, I couldn't do earthquakes and tidal waves. They scare the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, I don't want to be woken up that way. That, that's no. I, I could deal with it if I'm already awake, but to be woken up that way, I'd be fucking terrified. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't. I couldn't do it. <laughs> it. It definitely. Yeah. It gives you like a sense of like vertigo the next day. You're like, wait, is the ground shaking or did I just like, like? Yeah. Now you're just like, like see, feeling it or something like a post. Yeah. post earthquake um but i don't know i mean it's it's obviously like there's gonna be shit no matter where you live like you guys get you know blizzards and stuff yeah but i uh oh oh no oh no mary we might have lost you <laughs> Well, it's it's about the time anyway. But there was like a we got an alert on our phone that was like you to leave your apartment, like you could be swept up in a place. We were like, um, okay, what the fuck? We really like just. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yes. Hey, Artie. (laughs) Usually, it's remember the old days. It was me. Yeah, before you got your new uh, router. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We lost Mary. I, I think we lost her. Well, it's about that time, too. I feel better. It she, is. she can get back uh, connected. Mary. Oh, shit. We lost well. Her. well, we'll get back. She sounds there. like she belongs there for sure. She's yeah, good. and she seems like she has some cool stories. And actually, I want to try to get back on the show. A few. Oh, she's coming back on. Uh, uh, she is. Right as we're about to sign off. She's oh, all right. <laughs>
Uh oh. Mm. Okay. You're muted now. She's muted. Oh boy. <laughs> she's really she's muted. Get the little big X around the uh, microphone. Hello. There, there you are. We're about to close up shop. But you, you're nice. Oh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Hi. Sorry yeah. about that. It's probably okay. me. I have a shitty connection. So, so Mary, we're gonna have you. Um, we're but yeah. Bit, yeah, we're about hitting the end of the uh, show, but we feel bad we didn't get to talk to you that much. So we want to. We'll bring you back. I up. know. I feel terrible. I'm so sorry about that. Um, right, but well, you know, I am. Um, if there's any other like last last questions you want to ask me about, uh, um, I don't know. I mean, we all... Comedy in LA. I don't know what's yeah. Do you have, any what, shows uh, coming up? have you guys experienced comedy in LA? Have you come out here and done it? I've seen shows. I haven't. I've done it in San Diego. I've done it in LA. Yeah, I've been but, out there, but I haven't. Yeah. yeah, it's. I've seen some shows and stuff like that. I've, I I had never spent enough time in LA to, I guess you could say. Usually when I was in there, I was in and out within a day or two, so I never really got a chance to like kind of like scope out places to, to do anything you know or find a mic or something um yeah but it like i've it's it's i i do it in san diego it was just a little bit different than like what i'm used to doing in like an east coast i don't know it was just a different vibe people's like we're like i don't i feel like people are nicer or yeah like, up here we, we pride ourselves on being assholes to each yeah other. like you didn't really like <laughs> like it's very intimidating to go to a mic like in like the northeast like not knowing anyone who's there because like everyone's like arrogant and they all have like a hair across their ass, like they're the best fucking things in sliced bread. And like you said, it's like a token, right? So <laughs> you're running a mic, you have that token that you could, you know, you're on, you could suck, but you, you're on all the time. So it's just like, well, what the fuck? And you just got to kind of like eat grass and just fucking like, you know, where you go, fluff them, make them feel better about themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just you can get on. Do you have any uh, shows coming up, Mary? Um, yeah, so I have a show on Friday at West Side Comedy Club. It's in um, Santa Monica. And then I have another show uh, f- uh, Monday. It's at it's called the Comedy Bunker. Just, you know, just some like backyard type. Ga- I mean, those to me are actually like some pretty like yeah. mid level type shows. So I'm really excited about them. Yeah. Um, Intimate. But yeah, so you know, just a few years until I'm like, you know, just at the improv and comedy store, hopefully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a website or what's the what's the easiest way for people to find you if they look for? Um, probably my Instagram, just Mary Romeo. And um I if you search that on YouTube, you can see a bunch of my clips too. Um yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, Mary, thank you for joining us. I'm sad. We'll have you back so we can thank talk you so you. much for having me. Yeah, I know. I would love to come back when I like actually look appropriate <laughs> and um, and not an hour late. That would be that would be well, wonderful. Like but I do appreciate you accommodating me. Um, and um, and yeah, I, I appreciate it. We're just sitting in our fucking houses right yeah, now. We're just chilling. It was it's nice meeting like you too. We're having a few beers, just talking. So it's that's all yeah. good. So you know. Oh, that's so fun. Nah. Good for you guys. Well, this is this is great what you got going on. So thank you so much for having me. No problem. We'll talk to you soon. You. Thank you for joining us. All right. Bye. Sweet. Well, do talk talk to you soon. Yeah. She, so she embraces the embraces the California way, being late. Yeah, and you were right, Romeo. <laughs> I thought Romeo. it was. Yeah, I guess from me. I'm thinking of Romero and Pebbles, but I think that would be more of an A, right? Maybe. Yes, that's what that's what tipped me off. There was no A, so it's definitely Romeo. I don't know if I, yeah. but I never, I never finished a book in my life, so you still have to give me uh, what's his face? Oh yeah, book? I'll I'll put it with my shit tomorrow. I'll let you, I'll let you take a copy of it. Yeah. How far did you get? Uh, I got a couple chapters in. I can't. Couple chapters. I okay. I, it's tough for me to read. 
Yeah, no, I'm looking. I, I will. I'll, I will break it down for you. So next time he's on, you can. A lot it. of distractions in my house, if you haven't noticed. You know what I mean? Oh, and duly noted. I mean, and understandably so. You have a kid <laughs> running around. You got dogs. You got all this stuff. I don't know how right. you even manage to read right. two chapters. She was listening to the show. She gave us the answer from downstairs. That was nice of her. Nice. Okay, that's awesome. I was probably talking too loud. She was probably getting upset. So uh, the we fact that Hen- Henry's room is right next to the hi- the studio, it would just help me be able to manipulate putting money into the studio in the basement. So if I have to do the basement over, I'm going to have to do the basement over. So it is what and it is. I have a feeling there'd be less acoustics downstairs if you're in the basement because nothing to bounce off the walls all concrete, right? Yeah. Well, no, I would. It would be done over right. It would. I would, I would sheet rock it. Put. Del, I'll do it the right way, and then I'll end up. What I'll do is you end up have a carpet down to observe some of the sound. So it would be really good. It would be actually nice sound. And once it's the plan I have is nice. I just gotta come up with the ten thousand dollars to do the project. You know what I mean? That's it, huh? <laughs> All right, that'd be great, wouldn't it? So, you know, I only spent that much on the paint and the gutters in my house. Oh, it's <sighs> a matter of you know that one's gonna be put in the back burner for a couple of years, I think. You know, so or maybe I'll just hit the mega bucks and then just sell the house. Buy new one. Who knows? Right. Or buy some Shibu Inu coin. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the I mean, I, like, the, like real quickly, the guy that got the token from Tom Brady for getting the ball back was worth like sixty thousand dollars. You see that? No, I didn't see that. You know the Bitcoin uh, company that Tom Brady's pushing with that Bitcoin currency? Oh, is? I know. It's, it's an exchange. Yeah, Tom Brady's, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, he had a token, and whatever it was worth, he gave that to the guy for the football, amongst some other stuff. And um, it was worth about 60K. So the guy got an autographed jersey from um, both. Uh, yeah, he traded one Bitcoin for his 600th touchdown ball. Yeah, it was, but he got a lot more too. He got a couple of jerseys autographed by uh, him and Mike. Uh, what was the guy who got the touchdown? It was um, Mike Evans, Tom Brady jerseys. He got a helmet. He got the used cleats of Mike Evans. The guy got a nice package. It only retailed to be about $100,000. And mm-hmm. um, they said that the ball was easily worth a half a million dollars. <laughs> so, I mean, he got yeah, the he definitely made out on that. But well, wouldn't you do the same? You wouldn't keep the ball, would you? What, you, what use would that be to you? Yeah, it'd be cool for like a month to show to your friends, and then yeah. like, I want to get rid of this ball. But like, then, how do you like really like authorize it to be an actual authentic? You know, what I mean, you could just it would be tough for you to document that particular ball being the actual ball. And be but it's just in the media, everybody knows you have it. They do, right? but they, but but what's special about that ball to differentiate that from any other ball? Yeah, you're right. You you're right. Mean? Yeah, just get rid of it. Yeah, so you like you almost just want to take that because it's useless to you. This is going to go to Cooperstown. I mean, um, to uh, true and whatever. And just sit there, but it's like, I would take that deal. That's a great, and he got season tickets for the next two years. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's great. Yeah, because I would take that ball. Here's what would happen realistically I would take that ball, I'd bring it to work, I would show all you guys, oh, this is Tom Brady, 600 yeah. touchdown ball. I show all my friends, and then it would sit in my apartment and eventually just collect yeah. dust. And then you forget yeah. about it, and then you would die. And then, like, one of your like nephews or something, from, like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. yeah, like nine generations from now, I'll have this ball and not realize it was Tom Brady's 600 ball. And then it, you're right. They'd be playing fetch with the dog with it. You know what I mean? It'd just be like, yeah. Deflated. Be like uh, lose hair. Big fucking, uh, what was that movie? Um, Sandlot, when they're playing with the fucking autographed Babe Ruth ball. And the kid doesn't realize it's Babe Ruth. So, yeah, you know, I wouldn't take the same exact deal. I think it was a good deal. So, all right, cool. Uh, did you have you, did you finish your, your, uh, your honeymoon, your uh, Halloween <laughs> video yet? It's been out, yeah. So. Oh, it is? Oh. Yeah. I didn't get the didn't notification on my uh, YouTube. You did not get the notification. Oh, it didn't pop, but usually it comes up on my uh, screen. Did not, I mean, I got notifications about your son at Connor's farm. 
Why did I? That's <laughs> weird, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, they definitely have the little uh, bell ring there for it. Did you like the corn maze? Did you? Is that the one you went to? Yeah, that's the one I went to. I got the oh, apples. Okay. I, I actually so, went to the, I went to a haunt there. Uh, uh, we went to a haunt there over the weekend, a hysteria where we got like you know scared and mm. all a bunch of fun stuff. I, w- I was I thought that that was the one you went to. I couldn't remember. It has all the shit around there too, like all the little things for the kids to play with and all that stuff. Like yes, yeah. So yeah, it was pretty cool. We uh we we found our way. I I think it's so late in the season that some of the ways out of the maze were man made. They weren't. There was a lot of paths that looked like someone plowed through it. There were definitely makeshift paths in that corn maze of people getting out. And we were like, and you could follow the trail of truly cans and like uh Michelob truly, Ultra. The truly <laughs> cans? I didn't see the truly cans. Yeah, we found the alcohol. The kids must have brought them in and were drinking them while they were doing the maze, like whatever, like that. So but oh um, my god, if you were a teenager, that would be a great place to drink. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. And right? pop a couple of edibles and go into a maze and see if you can find your way out. Nope, no edibles in the fucking maze. No, no that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> but yeah. Cool, yeah, man. check out the world on potato. You know, All right. And I just lost launched a new video on the baseball fanatic on YouTube. So check that out as well. I gotta subscribe. I will subscribe because I am not a I am not subscribed to the baseball fanatic. Baseball fanatic. All baseball. All we do is baseball videos. I have a shit ton of baseball videos. I'm really gonna see is baseball. So if you like baseball, baseball fanatic. If you like little kids and not in a weird way, but whoa, if you like little kids, <laughs> like seeing like family fun, like Tim Tracker, check out the the uh, Wicked Explorers and all that stuff. And of course, the uh, ID84 show on YouTube. Subscribe, like, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Bye. Bye.